right here in front of a black screen with a TV that says live at lunch. Yes, we will. It's, and you don't I know, might, you don't know where we are. Behind. Yeah, typically Steve is either the behind the curtain or yeah. off-site or in front of the curtain. Behind the camera. But he's very rarely, yes, in front of the camera. But he's here now. And yes. guess what? Steve's going to be, this is for all of you with kids, just a promo for tomorrow, 2 o'clock Zoom meeting. You should have got an email, should have seen it all over social media yesterday. But we're doing silly songs with Steve, folks. Silly tomorrow, songs. Zoom meeting for kids. Clear out a space so they can dance and sing and fly around and pinch a cheek and squeeze a knee That's and right. all those other fun things and stomp on the devil's face and, and it's put him back in the box. July. It's not July. Obviously, things might look different this summer. We're forecasting and planning as such. Uh, we hope that it can all look exactly like it normally does, but the reality is maybe not. So we just roll with it. Yeah. Because that's what we do. We have a great attitude and we're joyful regardless of what the normal is and what normal was. And because the, like we're going to talk about today, whatever the circumstance, if you are a Christ follower, you are right where he, sh he wants you to be. And your attitude is what makes all the difference in the world. Yes. We are, have been going through a study called the good book and it's been good. It's been fantastic. And I'm sad that it's ending, actually, because it's been such, it was so timely. And I, we totally talked about this a couple weeks ago. This was not something that we spent no. hours and hours and, and looked ahead towards, uh, like we, we didn't forecast COVID to come out. And yeah. All, no, no, we just said, hey, this seems like a really cool uh, <laughs> study. Bible Let's study. do it. Yeah. And guess what? Perfect. God lined it up perfect. And I hope you've been sharing this thread on your stream, not because of what we've been saying, but what God's been doing through this study alone um, in giving encouragement to, to understand where you are is exactly where God wants you to be if you're following him. And the way that you look at it and the way that you take the new things on, show your faith in him. And, you know, the wrap-up, this video wrap-up, if you, if you watch this video wrap-up and, and listen, I'm not a a lot of times people say it might be a little dead inside as far as emotions go. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's not. It's I don't believe it. I know, but it's true. Um, I, I was a little caught up on this one. I listened to it twice. And I was, I was a little, like that first story, I'm like, I, I had the lip quiver thing. <laughs> and... <laughs> we call it big eyes because I around do, my house because yeah, you're trying it, not was to big cry. Eyes. I was like... Big eyes. I'm driving. Don't cry. Don't cry. You can't, drive. You can't cry you're where you're driving. Yeah. But, man, if you were a parent and you didn't start just at least, yeah. if you didn't latch into that story and go, man, that's, I would do the exact same thing, and I would hope that people around me would do the exact same thing as Christ followers for that kid's story. Yes. Well, you're more dead inside than me. <laughs> and that's, that's saying something. It just, it just goes to, to show how people obviously connect and lock in. Yeah. To stories, mm. your story, my story, your story, um, it, it makes a difference. Um, you know, we can be watching anything and tune out, and then someone starts to tell a story, mm. and it's like you, you lock in. Yeah, radar yeah. locked on. And especially a story that, that pulls on your heartstrings, right? A single person that doesn't have any kids. They, they might not have that same emotion. They might feel it because it is still a good story. Yep. 
But man, when you have kids and you bring that into your own reality. Absolutely. Of, you know, listen, my kids have told me I don't have any friends. Hey, my kids have said these people are being mean to me or, hey, I don't feel like I fit in here. And yeah. all you want to do is fix it. Absolutely. Right? And that's not always the right answer, but that's the natural thing. And when you correlate how much God loves us with that, right? That's the best part. When you take that story and you show, you can say that parent, those coaches, they love that kid and they, they wanted the best for him and they wanted to make sure that he was, he felt like he was loved and perfect as God made him. Yeah. That's what God does for us every day in the middle of all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everybody look away for a moment. GMC, that was weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm blaming Danny. Somehow he controlled my screen. Uh, anyway, but God, that's God at every moment. You know, that is the, that's the power of the cross. It's the power of God's love for us. And he adopts us. Yeah. You know, I have some, some great, I'm, I'm adopting two girls in two weeks or three weeks. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know it was that soon. It's coming up pretty quick, right? It's going to be via Zoom. Maybe a month. I, we have two dates. I think it's going to probably going to be the later date. But they're full heirs of our family. They're, mm. They are, and they have been ever since they've been here. They've been with us for five years. That really hasn't changed outside of the first two weeks where we thought, well, they hate us and they don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. uh, since then, they've, they're okay with this. Right? Yeah. There's been up and downs, but just like any family unit. But they'll be, they'll be Westmoreland's and they'll be... 100% in, just like the biological kids were, just like the one that we've already adopted is. There, that's how God loves us. He adopts us in. And when you look at, uh, I think in Ephesians, we were, it's part of it, Ephesians uh, 1, verses 3 and 6, it talks about how much God loves us, that he adopted us in to his family. And, and they talked a little bit about it in the, the video. That's not a word to take flippantly. No. Because it is 100% in. Yeah, and I think... In our Western culture, maybe around the world, that didn't always ring true to us. It was like, okay, God adopted us. But there is so much more mm. to that word and to what's going on there. And, and the fact that, and I think he even talked about this in the video, that uh, a father could adopt a child who mm-hmm. was not his own. Mm-hmm. And that child immediately had full access. Full that was what happened in Roman in, in the biblical times. Yeah, full sonship it is an heir just like the biological That's son right. and daughter, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's that's an what God has done for all of us. And I was wrong. It wasn't Ephesians. It's Romans. Romans eight fourteen through seventeen. Uh, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves, right? Because you are children of God, you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you, were re- you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share suffering. Yeah. Listen, things are going to be tough. And we started off by talking about how this was perfectly timed, mm-hmm. right? It's because God's word is not just paper, ink on a paper. Yeah. It's living. It's real. It's active. 
it's still being used. And, and, and our, our destiny is, to, is really to become more like Jesus in our actions and our attitudes. As Christ followers, that's what you're called to. Yeah. But a lot of times we, we want to just say, I just want my life to be easy. Right? And I've, I've had to remind myself a lot of this during this time. Uh, anytime I say, man, I just want things to go back to normal. <laughs> Why? That's a horrible thing to say yeah. because that's, that would be like saying, hey, God, you, you've kind of messed this whole thing up. Have you seen what's going on with the economy yeah. and jobs? Can you just flip the switch back to normal? Yeah. See? And God's like, man, you don't think I'm doing something greater yeah. and bigger in all of this? That's where we lose focus on what, how big God is. Because we think, oh, the enemy's taking this world down. You don't think God's in control of all of that? Yeah. Everything that the enemy's doing, yeah, he's not allowing and, and for his purposes and his glory? Come on. That is the truth that we see in Scripture. That is the truth that we see over and over again in our lives. And if we just trust yeah. and follow him like a child would follow a father, man, you'll old, see that. Old that, him, trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. I was in a, a Zoom meeting last night with one of my worship teams, and I just asked them, what's been the hardest about this pandemic for you and your family? But what, what are the blessings you have seen from this? And it was just neat to hear um, just the stories and the blessings that people mm. obviously just... Um, being with family so much more than mm. normal. Yeah. You know, your kids being with you. And I know for some that's difficult, but at the same time, I think people would, would say, yeah, it's been difficult, but it's been so good as well. And, and the truth is you fast forward this, right? 20, 30, 40, 50 years, however long yeah. God gives you on this earth. When you lay down and start to take your last breaths, the things you're going to remember are these times. <laughs> where your family came together yeah. and you had the opportunity to sit and talk and, and just be together. And maybe they don't like it right now. Yeah. Maybe your kids are going, this is so boring. Why we can't do anything. But in time to come, they're going to think back on these times and they're going to think, how did they, one, how did they treat us? Yeah. But two, man, that was a special time. Absolutely. That you don't get you know, apparently once a century yeah. when pandemics come around. Yeah. It, um, it's, I think there will be a lot of families who will make changes when things do go back to normal, mm -hmm. when we are out of isolation and out of quarantine and we're back in our somewhat regular schedule. I think there are going to be families that will continue to do things that they have been doing. And that's going to be the blessing, one of the blessings, one of the many blessings um, out of this whole thing. Um, Absolutely. So, just to slow down, have you seen the pictures? There's a lot of pictures on social media uh, of like the the canals in Italy are clear. Yes. Rain yes. showed me a video of a of a jellyfish swimming in the, and they could see it when you couldn't have. And you're, in you're hearing, Venice. Yeah, in Venice. Venice, and Italy. You're just you see these pictures of like things are changing. People yeah. are outside. I don't know if you've been out. You live amongst a bunch of other people. Yes. And so you probably have noticed the amount of people that are just out right oh, now. Yeah. Just walking around because they can't go to stores. They can't be busy. They can't go to different things. So they're just walking around. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love being able to see. I've talked to my neighbors so much more <laughs> because we just walk outside and we're like, hey. Yeah. And then you just get into a conversation because it, it, it happens typically around tragedy, right? 
I lived in one house for like six years and then a hurricane hit and we had no power for two weeks. This wasn't, you know, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got to know all my neighbors. And next thing you know, we're grilling, we're, we're coming together. We're always talking, we're sitting around. And the, the danger is after that, right, that was a short-lived thing. A couple, it was a week or so. After that, it was back to normal because it was such a short time. Right. This, is, this is different because it's been so much longer and people have gotten into a different rhythm and a different routine. Yes. And, and hopefully your routine has been to engage with the family that you have, engage with the people that are in your circle, in your community, and deepen those relationships. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about Thursday, Parenting Matters, which, by the way, 10 a.m., <laughs> Parenting Matters. It's a great little uh, video cast slash podcast uh, that we're putting out there for families to, to, to help you through this time, but also to just to train and, and mm-hmm. to give you some ideas and opportunities to, to engage with your kids. What we're going to talk about this week is disciple-making at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my heart, my vision, my, the purpose in kids' ministry has been to train up parents to train their, come alongside and train their kids. Because if you rely only on the church to train up your kids, you're going to miss it. And that's why kids are walking away from the church because we can't as good as, as, as our, as our programs are and all the different things that we do. If that's the only time they see Jesus, they're going to walk away when they have the opportunity. Exactly. Discipleship at home is the key. And so we're going to look at how we can take advantage of this time in a way that You've never, been, you've never been given because there's so many other things that can distract you. And the reality is right now there are still things that can distract you, right? Netflix and all the other things that are at home and just not doing it. But if, if you take that time, we're getting to that point now where we're just like, well, all right, let's have an awkward conversation. <laughs> and that awkward conversation can turn into an incredible opportunity for you to show kids your faith in right. an easy way. So we're going to give you a lot of different um, resources, but we're also going to share with you a podcast that we found that we listened to that... that does a great job of really explaining uh, the, the purpose behind it, but also kind of some tools to yeah. engage with your family during that time. So there's, there's yeah. so many good things that we can look at and take away from this because here's, here's the reality. God uses all circumstances, and he can use any circumstance or crisis to make us more like him. Right. Right? That's what you have to hold on to. And that's what, when you start to feel yourself get nervous or you start to feel yourself get worried about all the things that are going on and the what ifs and all, and no matter what's happening, no, hold on to, go back and say, let me take a step back and go, this is God's opportunity giving, he's giving me to be more like him. And man, that's, that helps me get up in the morning. It helps me when I wake up at night worrying about things and thinking about all these other things to get them. This is God's opportunity for me. Yeah. To, to become more like him yeah. and to understand how much he really loves me. Man, that, that helps you. That walks with yeah. that, that, that takes you through the day. I love how I have heard people say uh, over the years that God wastes nothing in our lives. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that comes into our lives that God can't fashion and mold and fix for his glory for our Christ-likeness, um, and I, I love that. There is such hope in that when you just feel like you have been destroyed, when you feel like you have been broken, God is in the miracle-working business of taking brokenness and putting it together for his glory and our good, and that's that's something that should be you know shouted from the rooftops over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because we, we don't hear it. I don't think we hear it enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he true. is, and he is through those processes creating in us, like it said in the video, the, the fruit of the spirit, love, mm-hmm. joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And there's no law against those things. No. You can, you can do those all you want. You can go crazy with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Nobody's going to arrest you for it. There's right. no law. And, um, and, and, and man, talk about a good, like if you ever want to just measure how you're doing, look at that. Look at the fruits of the spirit yeah. and say, hmm, maybe I could work on grace. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could work on love. You know, yeah. and the truth is that was a challenge that he gave us. Exactly. Is, it, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but one of the guys said, you know, take a, take a spiritual inventory. Yeah. What is the one where fruit? Is, where that, is he calling you to grow in the fruit of the spirit? Yeah. That's how he said it, I yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where so. do you need to grow? And listen, the truth is there could be several. Yeah. And probably are several areas that yeah. need to be grown, but you've got to start with one. Right. So what is the area in your life and what is the area in my life that we need to grow. Yeah. And that's a personal thing. That's a personal adventure that you have to go on and you have to be honest with yourself because you can lie to me. You can lie to, I can lie to you. Exactly. But, and you shouldn't lie to yourself. <laughs> and, and, and we all know where we need to work and what we need to work on. And man, that's a good, that's a good baseline for how we're doing in our faith. Mm-hmm. And especially right now, because a lot of those things may have gone out the window mm-hmm. when you say, I'm just hunkering down and trying to survive, or I'm trying to just to push through or just get to the next to the new normal and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to move on you're missing some of these opportunities and your fruit may be withering a little bit yeah so so take that top take that inventory right now as soon as this is over and say what is that one god show me that one area that one fruit of the spirit that i'm missing out on right now that i could work on yeah really and that's that's your next step out of, after this and you know look for opportunities just like these in this story you know what is a person that's marginalized that could be uh, that you could invest in a little bit more in this time, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's it's somebody a phone call that you know you need to make uh, because you know that they're lonely and you know you've avoided it because it's kind of an annoying phone call. But the reality <laughs> is, when you t- make that phone call, it's going to not only enrich that person's life and change their life in a great way, if nothing else, but for that day, it's going to help you to realize how valuable that was and and and, and enrich yourself, yeah. honestly. So, and allows uh, gives you an opportunity to let Jesus be those things in your lives. Jesus come and be in me love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Um because we can't on our own, which is why in this video talked about it, why he's given us the Holy Spirit. And we must listen. Mm. Um, to the Spirit's promptings that say, yeah. I know what you want to say right now, but be kind mm-hmm. in what you yeah. want to say. And, and, and I know prayer... you're not feeling love right now. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, the second story of the lady that was an alcoholic and struggled with alcoholism, and she had a sponsor that when she called her, the lady said, have you prayed about this first yeah. and talked to God about it? And the lady would say, no. And she, all right, I'm going to hang up. You go talk to him and call me back. Right. Man. That can be used for anything. Yeah. If you're about to say something, you know, snotty to somebody else, <laughs> pray about it. And if you get a piece about it, go for it. Yeah. 
But I bet you're going to hear the Holy Spirit go, ah, is this really that big a deal? Yeah. I, you think that's how Christ would treat these people? No. Guess what? He's going to say, turn the other cheek. He's going to say, be patient. He's going to say, show them love and grace and mercy, just right. like I showed you grace and love and mercy. Right. Man, that, that's a great little jumping off point to just stop and pray before you do anything that yeah. you might have a little check about. Yeah. I, I heard um, uh, a Bible teacher named Michael Wells say it's been many years ago. He was actually here in our church quite a few years ago. But one of the things he said, I've always prayed that the Lord would give me the 10 seconds to not, in essence, to not say what I want to Mm -hmm. say. And he said, he's always faithful when I've prayed that prayer. Um, You know, he, he used this instance of confronting a neighbor about pulling a gun on his son Mm -hmm. uh, when his son I don't know, across the property line or something. And, and he went barreling over to the house and is just ready to unload both barrels of his mm-hmm. mouth. And he said, I had 10 seconds to walk up to the porch. And in those 10 seconds, the Holy Spirit changed my attitude. And what came out of my mouth was grace-filled, yep. was kind, and it changed the relationship with sure. that neighbor. Because it showed Christ's love. It gave it a window for Christ's glory to be shown through. And that, that yeah. neighbor went, man, something's different. Because yeah. that guy, anybody else would have ripped me a new one. And, <laughs> but I, I would say, well, you were, as you're saying that, I thought, okay, there's a couple things. One, that's a rule for all social media posts. <laughs> yeah. Type it up. Pray for it about 10 seconds. And then, <laughs> At least. Then, then you can push the share button, right? Because... Most of the time. And I think that that should or be a rule. Messages. That text messages, tweets, whatever it is, 10-second yeah. rule. Yeah. Pray about it and say, is this what you really want me to do? And I, then the second thing was, man, what a principle for parenting. Because we, like, we react so quickly to certain things. And in that moment, or usually 10 seconds after that moment, you go, that was, that was a terrible decision. Why couldn't I have just taken a breath and prayed that prayer to yeah. say, God, show me what you want me to do I here. many of those over yeah. the, over I, the all years. All parents do, parenting. and you're never going to be perfect, but yeah. at the same time, that's a great principle and, and, and practice that you can put into place for those times when you're just about to lose your mind. And, yeah. and the reality is probably a lot of those right now because they're always around, <laughs> um, especially when dealing with teenagers. <laughs> they, get, they get a little... <laughs> Well, it's that whole they're busy right frontal want, lobe thing. Yeah, right? yeah, they're, it's just on fire. It's on fire. They <laughs> the can't dumpster help it. fire. It really is. It's yeah. They're dumping all of the neurons that they don't need. They're forming all those other things, and they just throw in other things. Oh anyway. man. Well, that's the end of the good book, but that is not the end of Live at Lunch. We have a new study for you, and I, I didn't run this across anybody, but the reality is I, I came across it this morning, and I thought, we have to do this. We'll trust the based Lord. Based on what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, I prayed about it, and God said, hey, this is a good one. And it's called The Art of Neighboring. The Art uh, of Neighboring. It is a shorter uh, study. It's four weeks. You can, re- you can watch the trailer. And as soon as you watch the trailer, you can get fired up and probably want to watch the first lesson, which is fine. Watch the first lesson. Uh, it's in Right Now Media. It's called The Art of Neighboring by Dave Runyon. Uh, and there's another guy that actually goes through it too. Uh, but man, 
this is there's no perfect time I think than learn to how to neighbor right now. Absolutely. Because regardless of whether or not your neighbors uh, want to socially distance from you or not, there are things that you can do for them uh, that I think will be very helpful for me. Maybe this is just a super personal and selfish thing to do because uh, I need to be a better neighbor, <laughs> but. But I think it, there's there's probably a lot of people out there that could could stand to benefit from from what God wants to teach us about how to how to be a neighbor, who is our neighbor, and and what He's called us to do. So, art of neighboring, starting next week. Looking forward to it. Thank you guys as always for joining us. If you have watched all the way through and you haven't hit the share button, why not hit hit the share button? It's right there. Push it, and then share this out, and and hopefully your friends will ask you questions about hey that thing you keep posting every tuesday what what is that all about what are those two guys standing in front of a tv with an orange screen what is that all about i haven't taken a chance to listen to you like oh man yeah you want to have lunch together let's watch this next tuesday and boom invite get off of netflix for a minute yeah usually 15 to 20 minutes yeah bible studies that's it and usually we're not late today we were late and we're late over but you know it's okay we still made it long lunch still good Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope you guys are doing well. If you need anything, reach out to us. Uh, my email is Seth at magnoliasfirst.org. His is Steve at magnoliasfirst.org. We would be Jesse at magnoliasfirst.org. We'd be happy to just talk with you if you have something going on, uh, if you need prayer, whatever it is. We are here for you. We definitely are here for you. Um, let us know. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, I hope you have a great week. Yeah, as Jesse always says, we're praying for you. We really want to, so... Share those prayer requests with us. You can do it privately or in the comments here. Um, But we do pray for your requests as a staff and individually. So, Indeed. Have a great week. Have a great day.